celebrating Victoria's Spring Racing Carnival on Tab Champions Stakes Day. Ready to go at the 2,000 metres. RSN Racing and Sport. Confirming we're on a good four for Champions Stakes Day at Flemington. Chance of an upgrade through the course of the afternoon. The rail's now out nine metres for the fourth day of the carnival and a late rider change for a horse who's hitting the market in the last race nine number six taunting will be ridden by jamie mott with the dual engagement of james mcdonald we get to race seven the champions mile what a terrific race this is followed by the champion stakes clear of scratchings jamie at 1600 meters what's the market look like here well, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised by where the money's going here. It's pretty much one-way traffic towards Private Eye. He has been sensational this preparation, and since we went up at $3.50, it was absolutely crunched into two ninety. now into $2.60. Cascadian hasn't seen much interest at all at that $6 price, but the four in Alligator Blood has been popular this morning, $7 now into $6.00. Mr. Brightside is on the drift, and for a runner that's seen some support in terms of the place, that's Tuvalu. The eight at $2.80 is $11 to win, but $2.80 at the place is where it's been seeing the support. And the nine in my Oberon at $4.60. But as I mentioned, Warren, a very popular favourite here in Private Eye. How are you seeing the tempo here, Dean? Uh, Warren, the, the speed of the race uh, early... Um, Short run to the first turn. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, Alligator Blood obviously looks the, the leader. I, I would have thought Tuvalu comes across to him. Um, wouldn't think Dallas and, and uh, say, Mr Brightside are going to give up their spots today from barriers two and four and whether Colden can hold a spot from one. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, pretty established that Alligator Blood, uh, Tuvalu, I would have thought would settle one too. Had you lined them up here in the Champions Mile? Well, I think Private Eye is going uh, as well as any horse in the land. Uh, he just got run down by Kiki. Kiki was amazing last week winning the Nature Strip. Uh, he won the Gilgai in great fashion. It was a really interesting conversation you had with Joe Pride earlier, saying that uh, now that he's establishing himself as a, a great sprinter, will his uh, stamina carry him to be as brilliant at a mile? Uh, if he just holds up behind them and, and lets rip, today like he has been uh, hopefully he will be able to do that because he's an Epsom winner and a Queensland Guineas winner at 1600 metres so I think uh, he'd be a worthy winner of the Champions Mile uh, I'm with him to beat my Oberon he's just an interesting horse because he was so good at the Valley off a good speed uh, he now gets blinkers first time for winning that race uh, they've tinkered with the gear so uh, obviously Annabelle Nisham and John Allen have felt something that there's, there's improvement to come and if that's the case well he's uh, he's certainly a worthy rival uh, Mr Brightside back to a mile from a good draw means I think he can just land straight into a great spot and from there he can run well Cascadian runs well in Flemington mile races um, he'll be strong late but uh, yeah I'm with Private Eye 2, 9, 5 and 3 2, 9, 5 and 3 and, and Dino just your thoughts on how Tuvalu might measure up <laughs> Oh, I think uh, he's he's right there. Uh, he's going to be in in the good spot, and he has missed the Mooney Valley meeting, so he he's, comes in fresh, and he's he's a good horse fresh. He'd, if you're going to extend it out to one more, he'd be the one I'd probably uh, be putting in next because uh, yeah, he just never runs badly. Two nine five and three from Dino. How are you seeing the champion's mile, Gator? Oh, look, with a, a great deal of difficulty, to be honest. Um, uh, I thought, so my Obron was coming here for a Cox Plate. Um, from what I read, 
a little setback or something didn't go quite go to plan. So they, they took the easier option and went to their Crystal Mile, uh, sat wide, absolutely toyed with them, and that's all the Turek formed. So I uh, had a bit on all of those, clearly. Um, and, you know, that's formed through I Wish I Win's been well franked, hasn't it? So um, I, I'm going to go with him. I know his record at home, he sort of flies first up and he's often beaten second up. The stable stays even fitter for that. So, look, I'll take that on board. Just lean his way slightly. Private Eye is the definition of, uh, of airborne. Runs by Nature Strip. Uh, looks home in that Everest. Sat back, blew them away last week. Uh, he's a Group 1 winner at the miles. His reference um, there. 12 to 1600 seven-day turnaround is, you know, n- probably not absolutely ideal, but um, how do you knock the formies in? Alligator Blood, he held them well in the Cox Plate. And in the might and power, uh, he beat Private Eye in the Group 1 Stradbroke. Did have two kilos less, and Private Eye did look stiff. So that's the query. Of, in the pecking order, I had to have him behind Private Eye deeper into the prep and Cascadian, speaking of flying, off a couple of really fast wins. Um, he, he's a must as well, so wouldn't talk about any of them. Nine, two, four, three. Now, Gator, some people via the SMS probably quite justifiably questioning my secretarial skills. Could we just please clarify your numbers in race three? Uh, race three, I went three, eleven, eight and four. Three, eleven, eight and four. Thank you. My numbers in the Champions Mile, I think Private Eye can, can reel them in. It's an intriguing piece of placement, but Joe Pride knows his horse so well, confident that the back up and up to 1,600 metres will suit him, and he's absolutely flying too. Private Eye to get a real roar from the crowd when he steams down the outside. Nine, my Oberon was very good winning a high-pressure race at the Valley. The winkers are off and the blinkers go on. Three Cascadians, just a regular in these type of races. 1,600 metres, Flemington wait for age. is right in his wheelhouse. And eight Tuvalu. I think he can give a sight right in the speed. He's got the style of a horse that can be suited to wait for age racing at some stage during his career. Two, nine, three and eight for me. David Gately with nine, two, four and three. Dean Lester's numbers in the Champions Mile. Two, nine, five and three. We get to the Champions Stakes. Cox Plate rematch for a few over the 2,000 metres. It's clear of scratchings. How does the market look in race eight, Janie? Well, Warren, I've also found this race quite interesting in terms of the support. So it's not surprising that Animo is the favourite at $2, seen a lot of support at this price. But I was actually quite surprised at how little support I'm Thunderstruck is getting at that $4. So he's currently the one at that $4 price. Not seeing too much support. Zaki at $7.50 had a little bit of interest. He was at $8 and has just been trimmed into that $7.50 price. But where we've seen support is for the place option. So number eight, Hinged, at $3.80 has been popular, as has number 10, Elliptical, at $3.20. Great race. Gator, how are you reading the champion stakes? Yeah, look, I think Animo keeps winning. He keeps beating on Thunderstruck. He maps for the perfect run again. And I just think it's, it's obvious. I do think it's advantage, perhaps, I'm thunderstruck at Flemington. Uh, obviously, we don't know if Animo's better or worse here at this track. He's never been here. But I'm thunderstruck flies here. So uh, that's the big advantage for him and the possibility of turning the tables with more room to wind up and run him down. You know, you can argue until the end of time whether uh, Animo would have found more to beat him in a cox plate had he, you know, got closer. Uh, so I'll leave that to you all to debate. 
Zaki was only worn down late in the Cox Plate. He was tough to lead by race 17 over those two days. Uh, he did a really good job. He, of course, won this last year. He's probably not... Well, he's not the horse that, that won that Doomman Cup. Otherwise, he'd be winning easily. But he's still going well. And Elliptical, the three-year-old, adds another dimension to the race and a fabulous contest. 7-1-2-10. and 10. Dino, your thoughts? Uh, Warren, I'm going with um, Animo to win again uh, to beat on Thunderstruck. He hasn't got a huge margin over him, but he consistently has a margin, and uh, there's no reason to suggest he won't go uh, very well at Flemington also because uh, his best uh, track in Sydney has been Randwick on the bigger track, and he gets to a big track, and we saw him very early in his career at Sandown Hillside really stretch out in a, the, the long straight, so I'm with him to beat uh, on Thunderstruck, uh, who's just running really well, uh, both uh, Caulfield and, and the Valley Cox Plate. Terrific runs in defeat. Uh, Zaki, likewise, he's running well. He, he's, he'll run a bold race and the three-year-old elliptical. But 7-1 uh, for the Quaddy Warren, seven one two ten. Yeah, we're all seeing it very similarly. He's winning arm wrestles, Animo, and if it becomes an arm wrestle again today, I don't think he's going to win by a big margin, but he'll find a way. He maps for a good run and... Gee, I think Flemington will suit him. Seven for me, he had a one on Thunderstruck. We know it'll suit on Thunderstruck, and I think the wider draw is probably a positive for him. I'm going to include number 10, Elliptical, as some new blood in the quaddy. He was terrific in the form through that spring champion. Stakes has held up well, and two Zaki's a constant, but whether he's going quite as well as he was when he was winning Group 1 races is touch debatable, but he's not that far off it. Seven, one, ten, and two for me. Dean Lester with seven, one, two, and ten. David Gately also with numbers 7, 1, 2 and 10. Last on the card, down the straight, over 1,100 metres. It's a benchmark, 80. Scratchings are numbers 1, 3, 4, 11, 13, 18 and 19. How's the market shaping up for the last? Well, Warren, there was a 13 cent deduction for Joyful Fortunes scratching. Now, it's sort of everywhere where the money's coming in. We'll start with the six in Taunting, who is now into $3.80. The far, and the nine, sorry, Najim Suhail at $5.50. That horse was as much as $7 just a few days ago and has actually seen quite a bit of support. The 10 Picarones at $8 is also popular. Now, one of the biggest movers, this came off the back of yesterday morning when Dean had it as his Rama Ruffy on the breakfast club. Number 17 along the river was $17 at the time that Dean tipped it. Now, I know there was a 13-cent deduction, but this move is purely off the back of support. Now at $10 and has seen been so popular since Dean tipped it, the favourite is the 20 in Traporti at $3.70. Really competitive race the last. I think there's reasonable speed, although some of it's come out with scratchings, but Snapper will be there on speed. I don't think Hypothetical has to be too far away. Najim Sahail will be there. So I think they'll run along, but perhaps a bit of pressure taken out with the scratchings. Taunting was unlucky at the Valley last start. Sometimes those runs can be overbet, but out wide, I think he can be somewhere near the speed in the right part of the track, confirming Jamie Motts picked up the ride on number six, Taunting. Got him a number 20, Traporti, who's trialled up very well. He'll also be in the right part of the track. That was the dual engagement for James McDonald. He's riding number 20, Traporti. 17 along the river. Agree with Dino. He with no luck at all at Mornington last start and direct can tie that form in with a horse who's well in the market and was right in the market before the move for along the river in Taunting. I put number nine, 
Najim Sahail, who ride the speed. I think it was a great tribute to the Griffiths to Cox stable to get him fit enough to be able to sustain that gallop. This is obviously tougher, but he'll be out there making his own luck on the speed. Six, 20, 17 and 9 for me. In the last, Dino, bring us home a winner. Uh, yeah, as mentioned, I, I like on, along the river just uh, on an each-way basis. As you said, Warren, you can tie in the form. He should have won there at Mornington. He'd won before that. Put away after that race, uh, given a jump out recently, went very well out wide. Uh, and uh, with Craig Williams on, I thought he had a good chance. Taunting's got a great hope. Uh, was unlucky at the Valley. Ten uh, Picaronas uh, back to Melbourne here will have a chance. And Lena's legend did enough first up. But uh, I like 17 each way, 17, 6, 10 and 7. Gator, how are you seeing the last? Yeah, well, I thought um, Tripoli was the one over the odds during the week, about $9.00 into... Um, favourite now, um, probably a bit of J-Mac factor there as well, but he chased a smart one in fast time here, fresh last prep. I love the way this horse is jumping out. Taunting probably should have beaten direct at the Valley, meets him better at the weights now, 1,100 tick. And Len Picker, um, big odds, draws wide, a strong return, then in early strike in the Alingi. Ramwell, she's a sneaky uh, hope here as I look up 20 to 1. No James to hell, won well onto turf last time and ran a useful time as well. 20, 6, 16 and 9. Jamie Rogers, thanks for all your help during the week. Best back runners at Flemington, even anything in the last hour or so. Yeah, still the best backed is definitely race five, number four in a tissue. Really, really popular favourite there. $3.70, best backed runner on the card. And in terms of the best backed of those favourites in the group ones, definitely Animo, race eight. Animo has been very popular at $2. And if you want to have a bet at Rose Hill, best backed is still race nine, number four, I am me. Jamie, listening to you during the week, I can't name a race on this program that you haven't been looking forward to seeing. What are you most looking forward to? I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that international horse in Sulcombe in race four. I just think there's been so much buzz around him and we've seen some impressive form back in the UK and the, the form looks good on paper. So I reckon he'll fire here. I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, race eight today in the um, Tab Champion Stakes. Can't wait to see that as well because I actually am going against you boys. I think I'm Thunderstruck's going to get the job done. So who are Jamie's GGs today? So my GGs, I've got I'm Thunderstruck ahead of Animo. I've also put in that Sulcombe and Tuvalu to place in the Champions Mile. Great work, Jamie. Enjoy a fantastic Champion Stakes Day at Flemington. Thank you so much. You too. Enjoy, everyone. Four to nine on RSN 927. A break, then we'll get the team's best bets and plays at Flemington.